When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. I'm so happy. It's like uh, half of my child. Uh, very good morning to you. Hope you're doing well. How is your week going? Happy hump day to you. It's uh, Spike's first hump day and boy, has he got it. Uh, no, he's, it's, it's all right. We're watching him slowly break. Uh, it's a wonderful feeling as a parent uh, as we put him into school for the first time in 18 months. Anyway, uh, welcome along. We've got lots of stuff. Um, we've got Game Saves. Remember that? Uh, where someone talks about a video game that got them through a tough time in their life. And today, I'm delighted to bring you the Game Save of Ellen Rose. Uh, she is a gamer, a content creator, multi-platform. She does, she's a YouTuber. Uh, you can find her on YouTube. I think it's youtube.com slash Nelly Rose. That's Nelly I e um she's really great and uh it's it's a nice story uh and a game that i really want to play uh, that's coming up we've got lots of emails to get through which i'm quite excited about uh but let's do a quick roundup of the news uh this is the news courtesy of julie Bruins. uh we've uh the, obviously cybersecurity is really important and a lot of people talk about the internet of things uh don't they uh the smart devices in your home and and how hackable they are is this does this make us vulnerable you know if if, if those damn raskies can make all our milk go off surely that will be the end of us uh anyway uh some cybersecurity experts discovered a flaw in a device called a cell mate um it's a male chastity belt. I mean, 
It's not really a belt. It's more of a sort of a, an ergonomic clamp. Uh, anyway, it's remotely controlled. I believe the idea is that, you know, if uh, your significant other can um, lock and unlock it remotely. Perfect. Uh, with no manual override. Uh, so you'd have to get a grinder or a bolt cutter if you wanted to take it off. And I'm not sure how cleanly I'd manage that. Um, anyway, uh, UK security professionals uh, discovered uh, a fairly simple workaround. Uh, but don't worry, guys. Uh, that's been that's been fixed now, which is great news um, because the last thing you'd ever want to do would be to easily get your way out of all the things we do. The funny little <laughs> it's sort of sweet, really. The stuff that makes humans. Anyway, it's a great time to be British. We should be very proud of being British. Um, at some point, I do want to talk about uh, Lawrence Fox and the Reclaim Party. Uh, I was sent uh, an amazing thread on Twitter. Uh, it was uh, Gordon sent it to me, and it's it's really good. Um, and I, I want to come on to it because it's sort of talking about how Lawrence Fox is just the figurehead to actually quite a meaningful political party. Um, and that the end game is nothing to do with them trying to get MPs or get into government. It's about keeping the Conservatives as hard, hard right as they possibly can. And there's some very smart people behind it. And there's a lot of money. Five million quid. Anyway, uh, Lawrence Fox apparently is being sued by a drag uh, artist. Um, Crystal. Crystal? I don't know. It's on RuPaul's Drag Race. Do you like that? I have, I have a lot of hot and cold feelings about that. Like, it's it's fine. Do the dressing up. Is it just men kind of appropriating a woman's space and, and also kind of creating kind of grotesque caricatures of women? Is it? No, it's a completely different kind of aesthetic and how dare you okay i don't know i don't know anyway uh lawrence fox is being sued i'm sure that will be the end of him <laughs> anyway what i was gonna say was uh we are world beating and we should be proud to be british why because we are the second biggest arms exporter in the world yes god the riches we've given the world uh we've done so well despite the court order telling us um please stop selling bombs to saudi arabia that they can drop on yemen it's probably not cool um i love the thought that um it's it's still cool you know it's uh, it's still cool to sell them anywhere else uh always buy british buy best i always buy british bombs because uh you know you don't want to you don't want them going off uh, and killing someone or anything, do you? Uh, so, uh, yeah, even even with coronavirus, because, again, you don't want people getting hurt. Uh, sales sales remain pretty buoyant. 11 billion quid's worth. Uh, that's great news. Great news. Uh, finally, they've invented a robot bricky uh, who can build a house from scratch um, and insert old copies of the Daily Star onto the front dashboard of white Ford Transits. I love Ford Transits. I secretly want one. It's like the toothbrush thing again. My birthday's coming. Just going to say. Oh, that's what I should tell you. Get a pen handy. 
or a pencil or anything else that leaves a mark on something, I've um, I've set up a mailbox. Literally a, f- a physical mailbox. Uh, not not because it's my birthday, uh, but because I thought it'd be fun to have a gallery. You could do drawings and send them in if you wanted. You could send anything you like. Please don't send anything bigger than um, 50 centimetres cubed um, because that's going to cost me like £25. And I know this is a funny idea, like let's bankrupt Jake, but you'd only have to send one of those right now uh, to bankrupt me. So um, I'll give out the address later on if you fancy going all retro. I mean, who's gonna do, who's got the time to get a stamp and put it on a thing? I don't know. But anyway, I've got a mailbox if you're interested. <laughs> send, 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 send anything you like. As long as it's not, not, not too big. I sounded a bit like Ian Lee there. I, I, I don't want anything too big, okay? And guys, no one's talking about me sorry right uh sorry it's long it's a long story uh let's press on though and let's uh, meet ellen rose uh she's uh she's very brilliant she uh she's got strong values i admire her very much uh she's a gamer and a youtuber and she does all of that stuff so she she knows her stuff and here is her game saves game saves I, I, you know, I have not been the most assiduous follower of uh, your story on YouTube, mm. but my God, you've been in the wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? Um, yeah, no, I've been, I've been doing uh, YouTube for over 10 years now. Um, and it, it, it's something that I started off as a hobby and is now my job i work for um outside extra um we're a sister channel to outside xbox and we talk about video games and such um and yeah it's it's been a very slow and steady climb to gradually making it my career which is quite (laughs) nice and strange but that that's sort of how it happened um yeah yeah, i was just making my own videos for years um and then one day I got a, a an email um, out of the blue mm-hmm. um, from people saying, hey, we make videos for Xbox uh, and we saw one of your videos and we'd like you to audition. I actually couldn't audition the first time round because I was in hospital oh with a God. kidney stone. Right. Um, now, I've heard about these, these sound like... Yeah. I feel like you could recreate Mount, Mount Rushmore. Oh, Totally, yeah. I've got this really fun thing called cystinuria, which means that I make a lot of kidney stones because I've got a chemical imbalance um, in my kidneys, which wow. means that I make these special rare kidney stones. Um, I mean, in the ages. world of Minecraft, that would be oh what, my goodness, what a find. endless, endless. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, it took ages for me to get diagnosed because they don't show up on X-rays, all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, one of the fun times when I was in hospital with one, 
mm-hmm. I, I couldn't audition in time. But then like yeah. six months later, they asked me again and I did. Wow. So I was, there was me like looking at these people that I really <laughs> admire their work. And I'm like, they want to hire me? What? Oh. With um, everything happening right now, we've been doing a lot more live streaming. We can't go into our studio or anything. No. Um, but uh, we're, we're still having a lot of fun making videos from home. Yes. Um, in these weird times. Yeah. They are weird times. Um, I think, you know, people, a lot of people, you know, they don't really understand. I don't understand. What you, I mean, I, you know, I occasionally make videos and put them on YouTube. But mm. the, the graft to get to where you are on the YouTube thing. It's, it's, what, it's, it's, it's hard. And I, I saw a video of yours where you were like, I don't think you understand how boring a lot of this is like, <laughs> yeah. like editing video is so dull it's one of my least favorite things yeah any audio it, i'm fine but video is just always such a pain yeah it's like sometimes it really pays off and you make something and you're you're really pleased with it and you think great uh, this is the thing that i'm gonna go back and watch and go yes i can do this job that's good um <laughs> and must be lovely like so sometimes though you like oh you're just like it's a real slog and you you like everyone thinks it's especially if you're doing gaming stuff people just think oh, it's oh, oh, yeah, play, yeah, <laughs> shut up yeah just shut up you yeah. don't know shut up yeah, yeah. um and it's just like no it's not playing video games it's no. it's writing and editing and filming and editing again yeah. and then making that putting that all together recording gameplay that will fit what you're yes, saying exactly and- uh, something i learned once and then i never really did it again was mm. um playing a video game to a brief or under duress or with mm. some sort of time pressure mm-hmm. is one of the most unpleasant experiences imaginable oh yeah yeah uh, i i had to play a game i was <laughs> i was a total imposter syndrome i got taken to this uh, game launch thing in paris mm-hmm. and they paid to get us all out there and i went with my friend tamir and it was jolly exciting and then they were like okay so now we're going to show you the game and you can <laughs> play the first level and we're like cool and i sat there and like it was one of those professional gamer chairs yeah and, stuff. Yeah. and i sat there and I sort of started playing it and I was like, oh, this is nice. And looking around going, oh, I like that. And then I realized that most people almost completed the level. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh God. And, you know, I had to finish (laughs) the level because it was expected. Yeah. But I was by far the last to finish. Mm -hmm. And it was the worst feeling with all these hardcore gamer professionals and journalists (laughs) looking at you like, and what are you? It was awful. Oh, no, but it's because like, before I played game, like before I was in the industry, basically, I played games very, like at a very relaxed pace. I like looking around for everything. I like trying to get all the collectibles and all that sort of stuff. So um, I have I have so many games that I'm like eighty percent finished and then never got around to finishing oh, as well because yeah. like I don't want it to end, so I just stop playing. Um, oh, interesting. That's a, it, well, that is interesting. Yeah. Do you like, do that with books? <laughs> Uh, not with books, no, because I want to know what the ending is. But like, I think so much of the game is like experiencing you walking around. It's the experience, um, and I think that's the strongest part. Yes, um, I agree. As opposed to like the overall story, which I think is important. It's important that games have a good story, um, and there have been some games that I've played with incredibly satisfying endings, and I'm like, play the whole thing. They're usually as well like the shorter ones. Um, 
because they're, they're a little bit more concise and they, they focus more on the story that way. At the beginning, I was very much the same. Like, I'm always like way behind everyone you're looking at everyone else's screens and thinking i've got not, not got to that bit oh god like yeah. uh, basically i've got to the point now years ago i'm like how long is this game i want loads of hours i want it to be the longest game possible and now i'm like it's three hours perfect i would play that <laughs> great <laughs> that's that's for me good yes and how how has lockdown been for you you've been i think uh shielding is that right yes i have been shielding because um along with my weird genetic kidney stuff um through like various medical uh, investigations into that they also discovered uh that i have a cyclic neutrophena i think it's called basically oh. my white blood cell count goes up and down and it can be like wow. really dramatically low like last year i was in hospital with pneumonia um, and they actually isolated me at one point because they were like, your your blood cell, your white blood cell count is so low. It's like you've been on chemotherapy. Wow. Um, and we don't want you to get something on top of the pneumonia. Um, uh, I was all right. And they kind of found out uh, like what I need, all the drugs I needed and sent me home. And yeah. I just had to recover at home. But like it just it means occasionally like I think I'm more susceptible to getting like all the bugs that are going around. Um, right. like I think I'm usually the one on the team who's most likely to be like, sorry, I'm ill today. <laughs> so <laughs> since March, I've been out the house, um, five times, <gasps> no, mate, no, six, six times. And three of those have been visits to the hospital for continued blood tests. Wow. Um, and then the other three have been like short walks near my house. Um, Cheaper. so Yeah. Uh, and right at the beginning, um, to, to deal with the fact that I couldn't go outside, uh, I played a hell of a lot of Animal Crossing New Horizons. I bet. Um, and, uh, well, I was going to say, you know, I appreciate you sort of tying it back to the format a little. Because oh, I was yeah, going to well, say, like, how did video games help? Because they, they helped me with the lockdown, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, at the beginning, like, basically, uh, with it being on the Nintendo Switch, it was really great because I could walk around my house while playing it. Mm. So I walked back and forth between my front door and my back door of, of our oh. house, like, playing Animal Crossing because it's nothing that, like, requires... You don't a have to huge amount of coordination accuracy. yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. you can take your time um so like i could literally just stop while i was doing for a second while i i turned on the spot and then walked back the other <laughs> way. um wow, so man. yeah That's that like, really i um i saw a documentary once about one of the uh most secure russian prisons it's in siberia mm -hmm. and there's no point trying to escape. I think there's just like a sort of rickety wooden fence around it because there's nothing for a thousand miles in any direction. So like, <laughs> there's no point trying to escape. Anyway, they're in these cells and they're like, I think something like six foot by four foot wide or something. Mm. Um, and they're in there, I think 23 hours a day, but they're not allowed oh. to sit down. Oh my goodness. So they, they just walk up and down, up and down, up and down all day. And I, I'm oh. sort of slightly distressed imagining you in a sort of not much far off that. <laughs> But I was getting to look at cute little mm. villager animals um, and listen to nice music. Uh, were you thinking like, about how wrong you were to be a Russian dissident? Um, no. Okay. Well, uh, I was mainly listening to podcasts. But... Okay. <laughs> mm. Amazing. So this is Game Saves where uh, someone chooses a game that sort of carried them through a certain period of their life. Maybe uh, it presented a world that 
they preferred to spend their time in for a while than the real world. And this is not, you have not chosen a lockdown game, have you? Have you? No. Um, no, no. Um, I've been playing a lot of lockdown games. Um, there, there was some, I, I like, I, I'm a huge, there's a bit of a kind of meme around me online with Kingdoms of Amala Reckoning, okay. uh, which is this 2012 RPG uh, that I've kind of championed online. Um, and there was a remaster that came out of it this uh, year. Um, and I kind of like, I'd never fully, it was one of those games that I'd never I got 80% of the way through the main quest and never finished it. So, and was that because of a, I don't want this to end? Yeah, I don't want this to end. Wow, kind man, of you're, thing. You're, so, you're, I mean, I find that so fascinating. <laughs> and I, um, I, so I finished that off. Um, I basically spent a week where I played a bunch of games and I, I'd never played Spyro. So I got the reignited trilogy and started playing through that. I finished the first one of the three. Okay. Um, That's the so little like, purple dragon, right? Yeah, the little uh -huh. purple dragon. Um, and then I also played, there was a game that I've been main, meaning to play for ages, which was uh, A Plague Tale Innocence. Oh, yeah. That was the one I went to Paris for. Yes. Ah, cool. Yeah, it's yeah. very French. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot it of rats. That's what it is. Lots of rats. Uh, it was very good. I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, just been, like, trying to, like, play fun multiplayer games with friends as well, mm. which has been really helpful. Yeah. But, yeah, my, my actual chosen game is uh, Fable 2. Okay. Now um, that's yeah. I'm fast. I am dying to play Fable Two. Ah, uh, it's it's one of my favourite games of all time. Now it's tell uh, me tell me about Fable Two because it's it's I feel like it's it's like uh, Beethoven's Seventh and Eighth Symphonies. I'm sort of saving them up. You know, they're in okay. the bank. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Fable yeah. Two is something I'm going to enjoy at some point in my life. Yeah. Well. But like, I don't know. I literally don't know a thing about it. So okay, well, it was um, it was made by um, uh, Lionhead, who sadly don't exist anymore. But they were a studio down in Guildford. It's it's a wonderfully British game, full of a lot of British humour, um, and like th there's a bunch of voices that you'll recognise as you're playing it, like. Um, like you'll come like James Corden's in it, uh, Dave Lamb, and I'm thinking Simon Pegg, like various, <laughs> various. Say, I want like, to like this game, please. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but like this is, it was, I don't it know. was the good days. It's wonderful. He's, um, it's, it's the, surely the finest interpretation of Peter Rabbit humanity <laughs> ever could have hoped for. Not to mention his stellar work on the Emoji movie. I, li I liked him in One Man, Two Governors. That, that's all I'll say. Okay. Um, and, but, like, there's a lot of... There, basically, there's a lot of... Like, as a, anyone who, you know, knows any British television is going to be sitting there going, hang on, I know that voice, I know that voice. Oh, okay. know that yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, just the, the script writing and the humour is very British mm. and kind of very silly. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. Um, you've got Zoe Wanamaker as Crikey. like your guide telling it. Like, it's like Stephen Fry plays this fantastic character i think i think he's reaver his name is and he's an awful person but like stephen fry plays him so well that you can't help but love him okay um yeah it's a good casting call i guess yeah Yeah. it's really good and you're basically um you're a hero like this which is a very particular thing it's not just like oh the person who saves the day there's these very particular kind of people imbued with special gifts and you can use various different uh abilities because you are a hero and you have to gather up three other heroes to help you stop uh lucian this evil man from building a big spire and trying to take over the world basically um and uh it it starts from right right when you're a kid it's the spire you say a spire the spire yeah is it, and is it, it looks, gold and does it have the word trump on it no okay, but it, it looks it looks uh it, it's basically kind of like a big shard but scarier like basically when the okay. shard was being built in london a lot of fable fans were making jokes about uh, it okay. they looked like it was in this game um but it's it's just this this man he he'd lost his wife and child and he'd kind of been consumed with it and this was his way of like trying to bring them back by killing everyone else okay. kind of thing okay. um but it, it it's this absolutely gorgeous what the music in it is fantastic the main theme is by danny elfman wow and then uh the rest of the music i can't remember the composer's name off the top of my head but the rest of the music is just so relaxing the main menu music is some of my like favorite um video game music of all time it's just very relaxing it's uh i think it's called like the temple of light is okay. like the track name okay. it's from the it's from the previous fable game yeah. so i've never played fable one i jumped straight in on fable two and Which I was i've been told hooked. you should do yeah like i think fable one is still good and still fun but you can just jump in on fable two i in i was a little bit disappointed by fable three i will say that okay because it goes all industrial uh, kind of Victorian era, and oh, yeah. it sort of loses the kind of the, the magic beauty. to it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, there were a couple of other kind of problems with it that meant that it it, it wasn't as good as it could have been. Because uh, gotcha. uh, Miss Mr. Molly knew the man that yeah. designed it kind of prom- over promised basically. Okay. Yeah, dog but obsessive Peter Molly. Yeah, yeah. Is there, is there a dog, dog in, in Fable? Game. Is that is that the one I'm thinking of? 
Yeah, there's a dog in uh, in Fable 2, and it's good. Uh, there's also fabulous DLC that I, I'm not like a fan of, like, go buy the DLC. I think yes. it's really annoying That's most of the time. That's downloaded content. Yeah, downloadable content. Downloadable so content, uh, basically back in the day, you could unlock things in games, and yeah. then developers went, oh, wait, no, we can charge them extra for it. And that's what DLC is. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> So, yeah, but you can get, like, potions to turn your dog into uh, different breeds of dog. So I've got a little husky on uh, my one <laughs> of my heroes. This. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, look, I, I, I'm, I'm not working. <laughs> um, that's, that's awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. so Fable 2. And so mm-hmm. what, was, what year are we talking about? Or oh, years? Uh, this is 2010. Okay. Um, and basically, uh, I had just got dumped oh. um, from my first boyfriend that I'd been with for three and a half years, um, which kind of sucked. Um, and yeah. basically, I, I, I found myself with a lot more free time. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, and, it's not uh, all bad then. I mean, yeah. crikey. Was it a bolt yeah. from the blue? Was it a... I yeah it was a little bit like it, it, okay. it, it, I, it for the like the previous six months it kind of been kind of building to that moment because he'd kind of been pulling away a little bit mm-hmm. um and i'd sensed it and i was like trying everything i could to be like hey you mean a lot to me don't run away oh, please gosh. um and then yeah it kind of all like fell apart um basically on new year's eve oh perfect um which it's was always fun. Nice yeah, well, a memorable date that's a lovely yeah touch. yeah it's lovely like I, yeah i was mm. back because we were we were long distance because i was at uni he was at uni we were at different unis um okay. and then i was down in london near where he was at uni and i was like hey could we like meet up for new year's eve like oh. we, i think that'd be really nice and he was like i don't need to tell you where i am what? and i was like I, I'm, but I'm your girlfriend, and he yeah. was like, "Well, maybe you're not anymore." <gasps> so he basically wow, he tried, what's this guy's like a walking he, Hollyoaks character? <laughs> um, maybe well, I'm, maybe you're not anymore. He tried to was it Phil break Mitchell? up with me before? No, no, sadly not. Sadly okay. not that exciting. He, I think he tried to break up with me before, but he'd done that by inviting me to stay over at his house. Um, and then yeah. talking to me about, hey, we've got a problem in our relationship um, and telling me this, like, when it was too late for me to get a train home and I couldn't get a taxi from where we were. So oh. it was just like, I was like, oh. well, he can't be breaking up with me because that would be really dumb mm. to break up with someone who can't leave the house. Men, so, men like, are incredible. Yeah. <laughs> ne- never, never underestimate their power to mm-hmm, pick mm-hmm. a good moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then after that as well he came up to my university for my birthday and all of that so like i was like well he's still willing to do all that for me and i think he was just kind of like felt bad um and wasn't into it anymore and yeah yeah. and was he like your first love yeah yeah he was like we'd got to the point as well like at one point before everything had started to go there like he like pulled me into a jewelry shop to get my finger me- measured and stuff like that so like Crikey. like long-term discussions had been had about yeah. like lives together and things like that yeah. um so yeah that so basically i started the beginning like 2010 started 
not not great quite, quite roughly yeah yeah um and so i kind of de- like i really need needed an escape um mm. and uh i i had been at one point um he'd actually lent me his xbox 360 because mm-hmm. he didn't want his parents to know that he bought an Xbox 360 with his student loan. Oh wow! <laughs> so during this the guy summer, is sensational. <laughs> and, uh, dur- during the summer, he he would be like, "Hey, Ellen, could you look after my Xbox 360 for the summer? Because I don't want to have to take it home and explain to my parents." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, fine." Um, okay. At which point, I like was like, "Oh, cool! I've got back into video games again." And I'd also uh, he'd also lent me his PS2. Um, Same reason. Which was a bit. Uh, well, not not dead does this guy have? <laughs> He's such a class. That was for a nicer reason. That was because I'd wanted to play a game that was on PS2, and he was like, "Well, look, play this." Okay. Um, and yeah, so so I was like, "Okay, well, I want to get back into console game because I'd played a lot on my laptop. I I put like I don't know how many hours into uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Like, love that game so much. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, my laptop isn't strong enough to do this and i i was like look yeah like it kept laptop it kept crashing and i was like and i need my laptop to work for my university stuff yes so um what i decided to do was like okay well i'll invest in a console because if you get a console (laughs) and you buy the game it just works and you don't have to worry about all the ram and all the other things and which which is difficult to change and upgrade in laptops compared yes. to like standalone pcs which i didn't have at the moment mm. um in those and days the laptops the size of an awesome car yeah and powered by one <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah so i was like right Where okay and put I, a horse like it's just stupid i know yeah, there's yeah. no i, so I mean get, get i was console. my my flat also wasn't on ground level so you know it's never gonna work um but uh yeah, I was I was look I was really torn between a PlayStation Three and an Xbox Three Sixty. I was like trying to choose between, and there were basically two deciding factors that made me go with the Xbox Three Sixty. The first one was um, I'm a big fan of Rooster Teeth, who are uh, online creators. They're based in um, Austin, Texas, uh, and they've they've done a whole bunch of web series. They're they're most famous for Red versus Blue, and more recently Ruby. Okay, I've um, definitely so, heard of all of those. Yeah, so and, and they had this thing where they just recently started called uh, they just started a series called Achievement Hunter, um, and that's now its own YouTube channel and extremely huge and doing really well. But I, I this is I started watching it when it was just like a side series on their own on their main channel, um, okay. and these two guys Jack and Jeff would just talk you through how to get achievements, um, and I was like achievements sound fun i want to get these okay and you get them with an xbox 360 yes uh and i I was just like it was also just watching them play loads of games on the xbox 360 and i was like cool i want to play all those games and also in looking around for fun games to play i'd spotted fable 2 uh like in in, like and kind of news and interest around fable 2 and i was like that looks like my kind of game mm. and I can only play it on a Xbox 360. It's not on PlayStation. Right. Because it, it's a Microsoft exclusive. And so those two factors made me go, okay, I'm going to get an Xbox 360. I see. And you never looked back. And well, you did a bit. Yeah. Um, never looked back. Well, like, well, I, I, did, I did a bit, but like, it, it's quite funny. <laughs> Everybody does. Basically, I, re- 
I I replaced my first boyfriend with an Xbox and now it's my job. <laughs> so <laughs> that's quite you know, fun. <laughs> do something you love or oh, no, yeah, whatever. What's um, amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, how... You, so were you still at university, presumably? Yeah, I was still at university. Yeah. Um, I was actually, uh, like, we had, a, I went um, to St. Andrews, and when I was there, they had exams after Christmas, which was the worst. Yeah. Um, so basically, I got dumped and then had exams, <laughs> um, oh which was great. God. But I didn't have to sit my exams uh, because I got a kidney stone. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Two weeks later, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. the kidney stone exploded, which meant I didn't have a house. Yeah, <laughs> you just got um, luckier and luckier. Yeah, uh, uh, but it meant that uh, my exam got postponed and stuff. But like, we basically had like two three like no yeah about three weeks after our exams and then before the next start of term so like i was basically home for the majority of january and a bit of february right and presumably and just not, in, not in good shape well i wasn't i wasn't 100 percent. i was a bit tired from everything and i was like i don't want to do much uh i'm just gonna play video games and i just played uh fable 2 a lot and mm. it was lovely and i just got completely lost in that world mm. um just exploring it listening to all the the silly accents and because it's all like west country so they all talk like this and they're like hello mm. there sparrow because your initial nickname is sparrow because you're like you I start when you're a, a kid i want to be sparrow yeah it's really cute and um but you can also like change your nickname if you go to the town crier um, which is quite fun and then the, okay. there's this morality system as well within it that's really fun and that changes how people talk to you so if you're really um like if you're really good yeah. um and like kind of like the the completely yes everything is morally perfect yeah. um then as you're walking around people like surround you and they're like oh hello don't you look lovely aren't you great oh uh, see, thanks for saving us hero and that was just what i needed to hear <laughs> it, yeah of course yeah i get I, I, I it sounds to me like you suffer from an affliction i have amongst all of your other ones which is lycitis yeah just just it's like please like me please I, everyone can like i me. please you at all <laughs> okay Good. fine yes um wow. so yeah it was it, it was I just like nice i get to please people <laughs> yeah um yeah it, it's just this like it, it can get annoying sometimes they like trap you in shops and you're like oh, oh okay thanks thanks bye thanks bye please please let me leave um but it's it's really it, it, it's just such a charming game it is yeah. so charming unbelievably charming uh, i can completely understand why after a series of very uncharming experiences you might yeah might want to just yeah. go somewhere where people call you sparrow and have ruddy yeah. apple cheeks and yeah like yeah. it's it's just like like there's also all oh, there's little children in it who run up to you and they're like can i have your autograph yes you can <laughs> <laughs> oh i see all right <laughs> yes okay here's, here's a doll be my friend please like me <laughs> <laughs> that's good well what's great is that I can I can just feel that psychologically you're a million miles away from there now and you mm. don't care. 
You just don't care what people think of you. You shrug it off and you stomp through your life unabashedly. Yeah. Taking no prisoners and saying exactly <laughs> what you think all the time. Am I right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. You learned. Mm -hmm. And, and you, 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 you haven't been in any subsequent relationships with any loser who treats mm. you badly. I may, have, I may have seen one of your other videos where you told a story about another thing where you were supposed to go on a YouTube course. Mm -hmm, and I'm mm -hmm. guessing that was with a different boyfriend. Yeah, there? that was that was the next boyfriend. That, that was the next really one. well. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, if people want to see you and find out more about you and what you're doing, uh, they should go to your YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com/slash Icklenelly Rose. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my day job as well. Uh, it's the same, but it's slash Outside Extra. Okay. Um, and and extra X? has no uh, I knew extra it. with I, just an X because we're you, cool. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to sort of cross like with your elbow, like your forearm. With your forearms. yeah, with your arms. Extra. That's exactly yeah. what I did. I with mean, that. You didn't see, but that's okay. Exactly. I did it too. That's fine. There was a, yeah. there was a little while when I decided I can't remember. I think I was about twenty two. I think I was working at Radio Two, and I decided I would like to be. Called, <laughs> I decided I wanted to be called the Extreme amazing and i insisted that everyone called me the extreme the extreme i think no maybe it was i don't know i can't remember and i insisted that everybody did the crossed forearms hi yeah the extreme i'd be like hello <laughs> great to see it's you like very polite yeah. middle class radio <laughs> tv <people. laughs> yeah good times uh well Love it. i look forward to what was it called again extra ex what's it called outside extra outside extra yeah. I did it again. Uh, I'm sure everyone will go and check it out. Thank you so much for sharing your game save with us. I really appreciate it. Oh, that's all right. Thank, thanks for letting me talk about Fable 2 for ages. Ellen Rose, uh, I, I, it was a very long podcast, so I'm not going to do too much uh, in terms of reading out your emails. Uh, I still do want to hear about your first jobs, and uh, I'm still very much uh, open to your suggestions for what you'd call your news blog. We've had some great suggestions. Uh, but what do you do with the hot dog surplus? Uh, who was it? Who was it was uh, asking about that question? Uh, I can't remember. Someone was making the point that you get eight hot dogs uh, in a can or whatever, and you get four uh, buns. So uh, David Alt has been in touch. Thank you, David. How kind. He says, Dear Jacob Neal and the Yappertenances, uh, you placed these statistics sign strident in the sky this morning, and Maths Man is here to ameliorate your methodical melee. Why would you give me that level of alliteration at this time? Uh, now, I've noticed this problem before, but I'd also like to posit a further problem. Hot dog sausages, mostly of the meaty kind, as I have to say, I haven't measured a veggie sausage personally. Well, you're welcome to come and measure mine. Are generally too short for the buns they inhabit. Oh. And yet the way people draw them, they're always sticking out the ends. This leads to a bready bit at both ends or a torn off end for an animal or bird to eat. My solution? The Uber dog. Hear me out. Take six of the eight sausages. Okay, stay with me, everyone. Stay with me. Take six of the eight sausages. Cut them in half. Take the other two and cut them into thirds. Oh. Okay, so we've got six in half and then two in thirds. Uh, 
Place each third between two halves and load into the bun. You now have six Uber dogs for your six buns, right? So you've got one and a third hot dogs, but without a little bit that's going to fall out the end. I understand. See the attached picture, which works really well for radio. Yes, I see that. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Now, why may you ask, should you si- cut the six sausages in half? Because if you had the full sausage at one end and the third at the other, the third is liable to fall out. And we definitely don't want that. So that's why we put it safely in the middle. Very good. Coming on to the numbers issue. You are right that with six packs of dogs and eight packs of buns, you will have a veritable cornucopia of sausage horror. But unless you are that person with 50 friends and a couple of people are happy with the potato salad instead, then you have an overabundance of food. In fact, the lowest common multiple. That's what we were after. That's the term. The lowest common multiple of six and eight is, in fact, 24. The smallest number that both six and eight go into. Yes, I got that right. Not on the podcast, but I did on Twitter. If you don't follow it, it's at Not Today Pod. We have a lot of fun. Meaning that with three packs of dogs and four packs of buns, there will still be no leftover, but you'll still have 24 hot dogs to consume, give away, or otherwise find interesting homes for. Now, if you'll excuse me, maths man is needed elsewhere. Someone is misusing statistics at the Conservative Party conference, and I I need to sit in a room and weep. Yours in joyous numeracy, David. Thank you so much, and thanks for the picture. That's great. I will tweet out that picture so everyone can see your workings. It's very important to show your workings. Show us your workings. Uh, So, yes, it's uh, not today at swanburst.com if you'd like to email. uh, Or you can, of course, tweet at not today pod Jem uh, though has waded in on the hot dogs thing he says good morning jake my fellow yapolistas i'm afraid i don't have an answer to neil's naughty two dogs one bun <laughs> question <laughs> mm. but we do have a similar puzzle in our house known as the cream tea problem the current mrs Jem and i are both partial to a scrum which I naturally pronounce scorn with plenty of cloated creme and jam. Insert ordering of choice here. Let's not open up that one. Due to the lack of portion control, we often end up with either too many scones or too much cream. Yes, I said scones. Come and break my bonds if you don't agree. This leads to additional purchasing of whichever one we're short of, and this can take a number of weeks to sort out. On one memorable occasion, we ended up at the over-clotted cream end of the scale, and I had the bright idea of using it up with a packet of Jaffa cakes I had lying around. Ah! Ah! Just barking into the bowl. It turns out that although I am a fan of the cake kit with the smashing orangey bit, having them slathered with clotted cream is absolutely a bit much. So if there's some sort of mathematical formula I could use to avoid this in future, other than just sitting down and eating a tub of cream, I'm open to suggestions. Love to all. Jem from Portishead, the town, not the band. What's wrong with sitting down and eating a tub of cream? I think I think you made a massive mistake there, Jem. Life choices. Right. So I'm, I'm opening the gallery. If you'd like to send in some art, you can even do it with macaroni if you want. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm welcomed. I'm open to, uh, actual, because <laughs> I thought I could put them up as a backdrop and then Patreons watching could, uh, you know, could, could see their, their art on the wall. What am I asking for, Kim? This is a very bad idea. Anyway, it's very exciting, isn't it? You can send me stuff and I will describe it, uh, on the podcast. You can send it to Jake Yap. J-A-K-E-Y-A-P-P. Sweet four five one 
Sweet 451, which I suspect means very small box 451. <laughs> 20 St. Lois Street, because why not use the most confusing sounding street in Bedford? 20 St. That's St. Lois, L-O-Y-E-S, St. Lois Street, Bedford, MK40, 1ZL. That's MK, as in Milton Keynes, 40, 1ZL. What have I done? They can actually post physical stuff to me now. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Well, I await with baited. Everything's baited this morning. I will see you tomorrow. Lots of love. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.